You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Is Tristan Cockroft wearing purple today? Tristan, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well. It's good to talk to you. I'm wearing the purple socks. Does that qualify? That is great. So I've told this story twice already. I'm going to say it again. Uh, This morning, so here's, like, full disclosure, I had no idea today was International Women's Day. Okay? I mean, shame on me. Like, like, what an embarrassment. And, but I'm getting dressed to come to work, and I look, and there's a pair of, um, I, I love hokas. Like, hokas are, like, they're my jam. And so I've got, like, a, a hundred pair of hokas. And so I look over, and I see the purple pair of hokas, and I said, oh, man, should I wear those? And I, for whatever reason, Tristan, it was, it was, it was, I, I zoomed in on the purple ones. I had pink ones right next to them, and I zoomed in on those purple ones. And I said, oh, man, I'm going to wear the purple hocus today. And then, and then like a few seconds later, I'm like, no, nah, you know what? I, I, I'm just going to wear my boots. And I put on my boots. And I didn't, I'm just, I'm, I'm so upset with myself. I'll be home around one thirty, uh, and I, I'm going to put on some purple. But, um, but shout out. Do you have any, I, I know you have children. Do you have any daughters? I do, yes. I have a 10-year-old daughter. Oh, wow. Fantastic. She loves purple. I'm sure. I'm sure. Does she know that it's International Women's Day today? I am not sure she does. I will have to tell her after you we have uh, to, get off the phone. Yeah, You do. You have to tell her. All right. Uh, so let's talk some uh, Major League Baseball. Uh, from what I understand, Kyrie, who booked you for the show, and I'm so thrilled that he did. Uh, thank you very much for joining us on this Sunday Funday. Uh, said that you had spent some time down in Tampa with the Yankees. And, um, and there's a lot of injury concerns. Right now, the latest is Aaron Judge. Of course, we know Severino, Paxton, uh, and beyond injury, suspension for Herman. What, what was the feel? What was the vibe being around that team and, um, and I guess, the swag or lack thereof coming into the season with so many concerns right now, Tristan? Um, I, I think there is an air of concern. It didn't seem as extreme when I was there because this was about a week ago. So that's just before the, the setback with Aaron, Ju- Aaron Judge, which I think has probably altered things quite a bit more. I, I think that's one that's especially a concern to me as a Yankee fan. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the positive that I got out of the game that I was there was at least Miguel Andujar, who's been trying to work himself back from the shoulder surgery, he was on the mend. He was in left field. He looked kind of decent in that game. They had, it was a Garrett Cole game he started. So the guy they invested all their money in was throwing well. The velocity was very good. Very solid outing as well. So at least that day, there were some positives. So, and, and I've been letting folks know that I truly believe that you're the best when it comes to fantasy baseball and your analysis. And it, well, just, thank you. it just stinks that each and every year I have to play against you. <laughs> Yeah, we got a draft coming up soon. We do. When, by, when, 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 is, when did, so folks who don't know, I've known Tristan for, oh, Tristan, like over 10 years, dude. Are you aware of that? Yeah, yeah. I, um, I think it's approaching 15 at this point. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> and so we play. We're still young. We're still young. Okay. Uh, and. <laughs> God bless Botox, and you and we play in a league with uh, with Michael Fabiano, who folks can see all over the NFL Network, and we've been in this league for seven, eight years. Oh gosh, yeah, at least that. Right, been a while. Yeah. Right. So when when is our when is our draft date? I don't even. Uh. I think it's the week of the 23rd. It's going to be right before opening day. Usually he tries to cram it in on a Sunday or a Monday night. Right. Okay. Fantastic. I got to call him after this and find out exactly what the time is. So I put it on my calendar. So, and, and you know how it works. Like, you know, folks around here who are going to be playing some fantasy baseball, whether they're a Mets or a Yankees fan, you know, you, you, the conundrum when you talk to people about playing anything fantasy is, you know, well, I don't want to go, I don't, I don't want to draft guys from, you know, if you're Yankee fans, you don't want to draft Boston Red Sox players or, or, or raise players, right? Uh, so give give us some 
Yankee players who you think are kind of flying low on the radar? Or you, you're expecting a big season from this year for some of our New York listeners right now. So I'll note first that beware the pitfall of avoiding your uh, rival team. I actually, in a, in a very big experts draft this past weekend, got Raphael, De- Raphael Devers out of the Red Sox on my team. So, and it was he, he actually went for a bit of a discount in this auction that we did. So uh, I, I will take the chance on my bitter rival if need be. Um, Yankees-wise, Andrew Hart himself, who I just mentioned a couple minutes ago, I think is slipping a little bit beneath the radar because of the injury question. He's a utility-only player, only qualifies a DH in fantasy league on ESPN initially, uh, but the fact that he's playing some field positions gives him a chance to uh, get some time there, and these injuries are open, uh, opening up an opportunity for him, so based on where he's going, I think he, uh, Mike Talkman, who was a very good fill-in for the Yankees, uh, is going, if he's getting drafted at all, it's at the very end, he could be in a, a pretty uh, decent uh, share of the, the time in the outfield initially, and I think he's been going at a, a pretty good uh, rate so far in drafts. Um, I actually think the closer of Aldis Chapman is going at a pretty fair rate. Um, people are not drafting closers. They're afraid to do so because so many uh, baseball teams nowadays are going with these committee closer yep. situations in the bullpens. Chapman is the locked-in option. As long as he is healthy, I know there's some injury questions. A little bit of the velocity went down last year. But he's the guy for the Yankees, so long as he's healthy. And if he's going as the third or fourth closer in a fantasy league, or he's going after about nine, ten rounds of your drafts, I'm happily scooping him up. I've gotten a couple shares. Interesting. Uh, again, Tristan Cockroft joining us here on 98.7 ESPN, getting you and me uh, ready for our fantasy baseball draft. Garrett Cole, obviously, um, you know, the, the prized possession of the offseason for the Yankees and, um, and uh, you know, an, an ace that you want to have on your fantasy roster. At what, at what point in the first round? Do you, or, or maybe is it late in the second? Like, where, where do you, if, if you, if you're a Yankee fan and you really, really want Garrett Cole on your team, where are you comfortable? Where's Tristan Cockcroft comfortable drafting him? So I did another draft of 15 teams about two weeks ago and had the number four pick in my draft and had a very difficult choice. This year in a rotisserie st- uh, standard league draft, which is where you count the individual categories compared to them to one another, I have a top three of Mike Trout, Ronald Acuna Jr., and Christian Yelich. And once those three are off the board, Garrett Cole is very much in the conversation, even in those leagues. I put him in my rankings as the seventh player overall. I like Cody Bellinger. I like Mookie Betts. I like Francisco Lindor still as the next three guys, and then Cole is absolutely the topic of my board. But I can make it the case he belongs at number four overall. I could make it the case he's a candidate for the number one overall pick in a rotisserie league. And if you switch things to a points league, which puts a lot of weight on starting pitching, so Anita, you and I know, in Mike's league, pitching comes at a premium. Garrett Cole is a very real candidate for the number one overall pick. I personally would take Mike Trout if I draw the one, and I I hope I do, but if I get the number two, I'm going to be happy, because I think Cole or Trout is going to be there. Interesting. Interesting. All right. For Mets fans that are listening to the show right now, uh, give me some Mets players that you feel are kind of maybe flying low on the radar that if you're a Mets fan and again, you're kind of in that conundrum where, you know, you're, you're playing fantasy baseball and you want to have some of the guys that uh, for the team you cheer for. Uh, who are you? Who are you eyeing? Who are you aiming? So in terms of guys, I think at good are, are good prices. Edwin Diaz, the closer. I've, I've got a closer theme here. I usually you don't do. do I, I know. know. 
I'll tell you, I think Edwin Diaz was a little bit more unlucky than bad last year. I know everybody thinks he was bad. He was really unlucky. Right-handed hitters hit a ton of home runs off of him, and if you look at all of the metrics that we talk about, the stat cast things, batted balls, quality of contact, Edwin Diaz was so unlucky. When right-handed batters swung against him, the ball was going over the wall, and that's something that's going to correct itself. He's got great stuff. He was the best closer in the game just two years ago, and he's going as not even a top 10 closer. I think he's got the ability to get back into that group, and he might actually make a, can- make a case for being the top closer in the game. I don't think it's going to happen in the greatest likelihood, but there is very realistically a chance he could do that. I think Michael Conforto in the outfield is another one who's going at a very fair price. He's not even being drafted as a top 25 outfielder, but he's got very good power. The consistency over the past couple of years is something I think is a positive, so I definitely am targeting him in my drafts as well. What about Pete Alonzo? Where are you comfortable drafting him? So Alonzo's a third-round pick for me in an ESPN standard league. If it's a deeper one, he might even get into the second-round conversation. I think the power is real. The only real hesitation I have with Pete Alonzo is that the players who put up years like this, and Aaron Judge right across town is a good example of this, they simply regress. It's difficult. They regress to the mean. It's difficult for them to repeat something like the home run total he put forth. So as long as you're drafting him, assuming the home run total is going to be a little closer to 40 than 53, I think you'll be fine. All right, and, and talking about Aaron Judge, right? Like now with this uh, rib issue, not sure if he's going to need surgery, not sure how long he's going to be on the shelf. Uh, You know, the past two seasons, he has missed a significant number of games. What do you do about Aaron Judge? I try not to draft him if I can help it. There but I think go. what's Yeah, what's going to happen is that he is going to drop to a point where you need to be on board. And I think that's going to come at the point where you've already rostered two and maybe three outfielders, depending on how deeply you're approaching that position. I still think when he is healthy, he's going to give you great numbers. But with the question about how much time he's going to give you this season, I'm, I'm a big proponent, Anita, Anita of the, um, the player who has the setback. I don't like that kind of injury. I especially don't like it in spring training where there's an injury tied to the the previous year that pops up again and this is being talked about as specifically tied to the September injury he suffered so I'm fading him I'm, I'm out I, I don't think I'm going to get him because I don't think he's falling out of say the top 100 players in your draft if he does then I would probably take a look Tristan Cockroft joining us here on 98.7 ESPN um, I highly recommend you follow him on Twitter Sultan of Stat right Sultan of Stat that is correct yeah. yep um, wow I've been following you for years unbelievable um, really quick just a few more questions before I let you uh, carry on to your Sunday fun day and uh, of course uh, celebrate your daughter uh, considering it's International Women's Day um, uh, who is the one player that you feel it, nobody's really talking about that you feel could be an absolute steal in a fantasy baseball draft so I'm actually writing a column tomorrow about this particular angle, and my guy is Josh Bell, who was very, very good the first half of last season, and then he cooled after the home run derby and the all-star break, and people attributed his performance to that, which I think is a complete myth. The guy made a huge adjustment to his swing last year, and I think that with another year's experience, he's going to really thrive this season, and he's a Pirates player. People don't think about the Pirates. I have him as a top 50 potential player. Most people are drafting him at 100. That's a huge divide. Sign me up. Okay, so how many, like, you know, I play in 12 fantasy football leagues. I only play in one fantasy baseball. How many fantasy baseball leagues will Tristan Cockroft play in this season? Oh, boy. I am in over a dozen leagues. Yeah. Uh, now, two of them are sim leagues, so I think if I count those, I've got 14. And so would you say that in all 14, you're going to end up with Josh Bell? 
Uh, except for the ones that are keeper or dynasty where I don't have the opportunity, yes. I would say all of the redrafts. So I'd say that's going to be eight, nine, maybe ten shares if I'm lucky. Interesting, interesting. Okay, before I let you go, uh, let's switch some f- from fantasy to a little gambling um, and, and the over-under in regard to win totals for both the Yankees and the Mets. Uh, the Yankees, again, you were there. Uh, you went to visit them during spring training. I love the under here. I loved it when it was under 101 and a half, and then uh, when the news broke with Severino, it dropped to 100. Now it's not even on the board. I'm sure it'll be reposted on the board at some point in time this week, uh, maybe once we get more details in regard to Aaron Judge. But 100 games is a lot, and for a team yep. that already is 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 having some issues in regards to health and suspension, I just love the under here. Are you with me, Tristan? I am fully with you on that. If it stays at 100 or even close to it, 98-99, I'd be taking the under. And I like this Yankees team, and I think it is playoff-bound anyway, but you've got competitive other teams in the division, and I think the Rays are a very real threat. That's going to chip away at the win total. And just statistically speaking, the odds say that it's difficult for a team, even in the best case scenario, to get to 100 wins. So, yeah, I'm with you. All right. And last but not least, the Mets over under 87 and a half. Are people underestimating this Mets team this season? I think they are. The issue I have with the Mets on an over-under uh, aspect is just that I think there's a lot of variance in their potential outcomes. So I want to give you the over on them because I see some reason for optimism. I think there's going to be a lot of rebounds across the roster. But it's also a little bit questionable depth. I've always uh, wondered about that. And the injury question, especially on the, in the rotation, concerns me. They could very well disappoint and fall into the 80-win range. So I'll say over but I'm not as confident as I might be for other teams. Tristan, you rock. Appreciate your time on the Sunday Funday. Thank you so much, my friend. I'm so thrilled that Kyrie booked you for the show, and um, and I really hope to see you soon, and, and I hope that um, at least once, maybe it's this season, I beat you in our Fantasy Baseball League. <laughs> I think you might. You've, you've taken me down before, so I appreciate you having me on. You got it. Have a great, uh, enjoy the rest of your Sunday Funday, Tristan. Really, you re- too. Really appreciate it. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.